eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Mark, one of the things I wanted to ask you with Parker being named a starter this week, do you have a story of any time in your football career, like junior football, high school, Indiana, or here, when you were named starter, that was really stands out. Was kind of cool. Um, you know, I don't know. I was named starter my sophomore, my redshirt freshman year in college. Um, my my first year, I, I wasn't starting, but you know, when I got the information, it, it was a blessing. You know, I just knew knew how much work I put in uh, to get to to that point, and I know that Parker put in that work. You see him every day uh, making plays all the time at. Uh, at his position, and he, he can do it anywhere. You know, he came in here, he started at center. He's starting his guard. Well, not started, but he, he was playing center at first, and um, now he, he's starting that guard. So it, it just shows how flexible he is and uh, on the line, and, you know, just his work ethic is amazing. So it's good. I'm, uh, I'm happy for him. How's the cohesion with the offensive line going into the season compared to last year? Oh, it's great. You know, it's, it's always been good. You know, we always uh, try to make sure we got that g- uh, great connection so that when we go out there, it's, it's no – you know, confusion on, on what's going on, who, who's blocked, who's going to be blocked and who's not, you know, but uh, it's, it's been great, you know, just trying to continue to build it and make sure that, you know, we, we had five sacks last year. We want, we want to make it better than that this year. So um, that's, that's, that's one of our goals and just making sure that we uh, stand clean in the quarterback room and making sure that I'm making the right, uh, right protection calls and stuff like that so that those guys can do what they do. How would you describe Dylan Johnson's game as a running back from what you've seen so far? Uh, I'll say explosive. I feel like he's going to be very explosive for us. I feel like he's going to make a lot of big-time plays, and uh, he's a hard runner. He's a guy that comes out here and works extremely hard all the time, and, you know, we appreciate his effort. Taking a a look at Boise State, you know, looking at their defense, is it familiar? Does it look like anybody you've played in the past? Nah, everybody different. It's it's different. you never know. Like obviously, you know, we, we see all the cutups that they have from last year. But first game of the season, you you don't know what anybody can throw at you. You know, um, we're we're a team that uh, that we know that for them being the underdogs, you know, they are gonna come in here and they're gonna want to take it all. So we know that we got to be ready for whatever they bring. But um, you know, they, they they show a lot of a lot of great things. But um, we we definitely are ready for it. How cool! How exciting is it for game week? You have a game coming up Saturday after all this practicing. How? How exciting is it to finally play a game here in the Husky State team? Yeah, it's great. You know, um, I enjoy every opportunity I get to uh, play here. You know, it's amazing. The fans are amazing, and we're just all super excited to get it started. Speaking of the opportunity, how cool was it to deliver those beats to your teammates? It was amazing um, just to be able to have the opportunity being put in that position. Um, 
I'm definitely blessed, and I'm glad that the team could be able to uh, benefit off of that. Off of that. So it was Is that good. a new partnership with them this year? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that we didn't get a chance to ask about in the offseason, I haven't heard it anyways, is when you went to the Peyton Manning camp. Can you talk a little bit about that? What did you learn and what, what was it like? Oh, it was good. Um, you just learn a lot. You know, just you, you just see those guys, the Manning, the Mannings, they're all, you know, high-class high people and obviously Hall of Fame guys that, that gives back to the youth, and, that, and that's special. And that's something that, you know, I know a lot of those kids that go to that camp, you know, all of those kids, you know, they're super excited to be a part of it. So, um it's great to have somebody like like those guys to be able to host that, um, given what they they they've done in the sport. You won a competition back there. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it was just we just had to hit three targets, and um, I just hit the three targets, so <laughs> it, it it wasn't much to it. It was just targets. The targets remind you of any of your wide receivers? Uh, yeah, I, I imagine their face on the target, so uh, I always put it where where they at. Was it Jalen or Rome or? It was everybody, everybody. Yeah, I know. This isn't like Starkville. Not at all. Dylan Johnson. Not at all. Did you prefer the cool weather or the hot weather? Man, to be honest, I really don't know. You know, but since the but down here the weather's been amazing, but at home it's about 100 degrees every day. So nah, right now it's perfect. You know, you've played college football. You haven't played here. What have you heard about playing here? Um, it's electric, game day, game like day. it's electric. You say, you know, if, um, it's crazy because I didn't even know that this is um, probably they say this is the loudest stadium ever recorded, ever or second loudest. I know it's up there. Uh, I heard a lot of stuff about it, so I'm just excited to see what uh, what it's all about this weekend. When we found out that you actually have more career receptions than Rome <laughs> and Jalen, were you aware of that? No, not at all. I mean. You get with those two type of guys, you know, basically all American, both of them, um, NFL guys. That's that's actually great. It's amazing. It's amazing that I do have a, uh, more reception. Do you kind of keep that in your back pocket and pull it out once in a while with those guys? You know, I just I haven't. You the, really the main reason why is because I didn't know. <laughs> actually, I actually just found out like I I say about last week is when I really found out. And I went up to J Mag and I was letting him. I was like, "Bro, you know I got more receptions than you." He's like, "What? No, you don't." I was like, "Yeah, I kind of do." <laughs> but it's good, man. Just us competing and stuff. It's been fun. What's it like catching the ball from Michael as opposed to the guys at Mississippi State? Man, it's it's great. Either I mean, um, Will Rogers throws a great ball. Mike throws a, a awesome ball. You know, I just had it's it's actually great for me to be able to have two amazing quarterbacks like that. Both of them will be in the league one day. And I'm grateful to have both of them. Is it, is it different catching from a left-handed quarterback? Oh, yeah. It's, the spin on the ball is different. So I, it's, it's different, but it's still catching the ball. Where were you when you found out that you were the number one running back and you were going to be the starter? Oh, uh, I really, to be honest, I really wasn't too, really wasn't really too worried about it because um, I just knew what happened to Cam was like a tragic, bro, and it, it just sucks. And and I didn't, I didn't want people to be like, oh, he's the, he's the guy now, this and that, uh, because it, it just sucks, bro. It, it the, it's just how how much he worked, how hard he worked, and how consistent he was. It's just it sucks, bro. And I, I you know, it is what it is now that you know I'm you know the, the guy right now. But you know that's my guy, bro. And then you know I'm praying for him every day, making sure that he gets back 100%. You're a real physical runner, and Rich Newton. Rich has had trouble staying healthy when he's been here because he runs so physical. How do you t- 
tone it down a little bit and back off a little bit to save yourself? Um, I think that's how you get hurt, with all honesty, not running running how you, you're, you're supposed to run. I mean, that's, I, think, I feel like that's how you get hurt. And everything happens for a reason. That's how I feel. I, um, I, God makes no mistakes. Uh, I feel like even my injury, I, I felt like, you know, you know, I'm here now. At, um, I'm in a great environment with great teammates, with great coaches, uh, co great coaching staff, and I'm just blessed. I think everything happens for a reason. I guess when you're looking forward to your first home game uh, Saturday, getting ready for the big game, I mean, what, what do you think it's going to be like in the stadium for the first time? I think it's going to be electric, I, just like I told him earlier. I think it's going to be awesome, man. Um, I'm excited to um, be a part of, of this crazy environment, this amazing stadium. I mean, it's, it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited, I'm, and especially because my family coming up here. I get to see my son, and this is going to be great, man. It's, and then that's his first game, too, so that makes it even better. Is that your son's first game? Yeah, this will be his first game, so I'm August, excited about that. How old is he? One. One. He just turned one, August 8th. Well, I'm sure he'll remember <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, yeah. He, hopefully. <laughs> how many family members do you have coming up? Man, it's like 12. They, uh, they, they come in. They come deep, for sure. <laughs> I know you might have answered this before, but what was it kind of like seeing Cam go down? And, and, and what was the, kind of the mood like in the running back room? Because you know, he was... You know, played a lot here this year, do the offense. And what was it like, you know, knowing that now you have to pick it up and, and be the number one guy? I mean, it's, it sucks. Like like I told him before, like just seeing him hurt and just knowing how much work and hard work he put in in the offseason. Because if y'all, I don't know if y'all seen his before and after pitches. He looked like a man. <laughs> he looked like a man. And it just sucks, bro. And I, I know how how much he was waiting for this season, man. He's, he knew the offense like the back of his hand. He was helping me, you know, because, you know, the offense is difficult. And he was just taking me, helping me get through it and stuff like that. We talked about it, um, everything that we had, you know, going on before the season. So it just sucks, bro. And, like, even when we came back into the running back room, I couldn't even – if you can – I mean, y'all can ask Cam. I don't know if y'all ever see him around, but – I, when the first time I came in to try to talk to him, I just broke down because he's a he's a brother. He's my brother, and you know you never want to see your brother like that, and you never want to see your brother hurt. So I'm doing good, Nate. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm excited for this game. Excited to show the world what we're about. You, you just, I've talked to guys over the years. They said just tired of hitting the same guys over. I know, yeah, that too for sure. But it's, it's great competition. You know, I'm going against guys like Tuli, MJ, Tuli, Bandez. List goes on. We got a whole bunch of guys on defense to help us get better and work on our craft every day. You played offensive line yeah. with with all with MJ. Yeah. What's it like with him on the other side? Uh, at first it was, it was kind of different. You know, you kind of got uh, had to get used to seeing him in like that white jersey or that whatever opposite jersey as us. But it's great. He's big dude, strong guy. Gives us great looks. So. Well, it's the slim down version. No, yeah. For sure. what, what's it like seeing him? Do you remember? You remember him when he came in? Mm, he's probably like. I don't even want to say awake and I don't want to do him he's like that, but he's, 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 he's a big boy for sure. He's a big boy for sure. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's great to see all the improvements and whatnot that he's been making and, uh, to elevate his game and whatnot. And you've trimmed down since you got here. It's a little bit. I'm 315 right now. But you, you look different. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, everybody's going to want to know, just, you know, with the depth chart yep. and uh, Parker earning the starting job. Yeah, sure. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, so I feel like all our guards, me, Julius, uh, Garen, uh, my boy Guard, uh, I feel like we all had great camps. And 
but especially Parker is him being a young guy coming in and just stepping up and setting that tone and knowing what the standard is. So I'm happy for Parker and I'll be those great things. But as far as the rotation goes, I feel like that's just going to help all of us elevate our game because we come in every day like, okay, if, if, if Juice is doing this, then damn, I'm going to try to do this better than he, you know what I'm saying? So it just, it just pushes us to get better each and every day. I asked, co- I asked Coach real quick about is it harder to win the job or hang on to it? What do you think? Uh, I feel like you can't even really think about it like that. I feel like you just got to come in, work every day. And uh, I'd probably say the harder part would probably be, I'd probably say winning the job because we got a lot of guys in that room that not too many guys like really know about. But for sure. Parker surprised you because all you offensive linemen, you, you usually have to come in and pay a lot of dues. Yeah. And, and you're part of that. And for all sure. the other veteran guys are too. Rosengarten didn't start right away. Yeah. And uh, neither did Troy. Yeah. Um, so how about how about this guy? What, what does he do that has accelerated his pace? Uh, I feel like Parker, we all knew from day one Parker came in. We knew he was going to be a guy, be a dude, be that, you know what I'm saying? But for him to come out and do it as fast as he did and pick up everything as fast as he did, it was, it was amazing to see. It was crazy to see. But uh, I feel like everybody in the O-line room really already knew what type of tempo he was on and what he could be capable of. And now he can just go out there September 2nd and show the world. It, it sounds like you guys are going to rotate. You're going to play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, just what's the feeling coming in off the bench and rotating in as opposed to being out there to, at the beginning of the game? So actually the starting guards is going to be me and uh, – me and PB for the first couple of jobs, and I don't know how exactly they're going to do that rotation or whatever, but while I'm in, I'm just going to try to make the most of my opportunity, and yeah. Parker Sparrowsford. Hey, when did uh, you get the good news? Tell us uh, a little bit about the timeline, and, and when did you find out? Saturday morning, Coach Huff brought us all in and uh, talked to us and told me, or told us that who the starters were going to be in, yeah. I mean, I know talking to you in the past that you were excited about the opportunity to compete for it, and you thought mm-hmm. you had a legitimate shot. Did, was it? How did you react? Uh, I was for sure excited. I mean, it took a lot of work to even be here, and uh, I mean, I really haven't proved anything yet, so I don't feel like I'm accomplishing in any type of way. But it just feels good knowing would've, that I'm. Would have been capable. the conversations with like with with Coach Huff since then. Uh, I mean, he just expects me to do my job. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing new from uh, what I've been doing out here. Just. You know, work and uh, just do what I've been doing. Yes, sir. Are you still hoping to beat about 285 this season, or where are you kind of at on that? Uh, yeah, so I've been gaining a little bit of weight, but yeah, I'm trying to get up to 285. Yeah. 275 right now? Is what? Uh, 276 this morning, yes, sir. People uh, yep. keep comparing you to Nick Harris because he got started really early, too. Mm. Y- you've talked to him, right? Yeah, I have. Uh, how'd that go? I mean, how who reached out to who? Uh, so uh, it was during recruiting. Yeah. So I didn't talk to him for that long, but. Uh, Huff ended up calling you, or Huff was in the office with Nick, and uh, he just talked to me on FaceTime for a little bit. And, but yeah. He said you'll be starting as a redshirt freshman. Is that what he said? <laughs> nah, he didn't say all that. But he said uh, he watched my film and it looked good. And yeah. How much did the older guys help you to get to the quick progression to be able to be starting this fall? Uh, you know, they. I mean, I'm not gonna say they taught me everything I know, but they definitely taught me a lot. Worked with me this summer. You know, just helped me. You know, progress into where I am right now. That you wanted to in fall camp? Uh, no, not fully, but uh, we're still we're still working on it. We're still getting there. I'm 276, sir. When it comes to practice reps and everything, who's the defensive lineman on this team who gives you the, mo- the most trouble consistently? Um, I would say either Thule or uh, Javon Parker. Uh, you know, just bigger guys, got heavy hands. You know, know how to work moves. Uh, also Tui. Yep. What what is your kind of the, the 
because everyone's always improving. Mm. And you're always trying to look for the holes in your game so you can work on those and get better. What What do you feel are the things that you've tried to improve on this fall camp? Uh, mainly just so I'm obviously I'm a smaller guy. I'm 276. Uh, I say mainly just keeping my base, staying low, so I can uh, you know play bigger than I actually am. That's the main thing. I know uh, talking to Coach Grubb and, and when I, he talked about your, your twitch, your, your get off and, and the ability to kind of establish things first. Mm. Is, do you feel like that gives you the edge that, that you need that maybe helps maybe mitigate some of that stuff in terms of the size advantage? Yes, most definitely. Uh, I feel like since I'm faster than most guys, I can just get into people, like get into people's shoulders pads faster than uh, they can get into mine, which helps me a lot. Yeah. Were you always an offensive lineman? Uh. Actually, yes. I mean, the only time I played anything else was flag football when I was like seven years old, running back. But uh, after that, always all on D line. And did you like being not the biggest dude, not one of these like six eight, three hundred fifty pound guys? Did you have an aspiration for like, ah oh, man, I I would like to split out, or did you? Were you always like, okay, you know, offensive line suits suits you? I think I was always that. I think I always just thought the offensive line suited me because, uh, I mean, my very first coach played in the NFL. He was a guard. And uh, yeah, ever since then, it's just been my my, my mindset, I guess. Who's that? Is that coach? Uh, coach David Laverne. Coach, if you know who that is. Coach Grubb and Coach Huff both talk about how you're one of the strongest guys in the room too. Is that something you've always kind of worked really hard at in the weight room? Maybe going back to high school. Oh yeah, definitely high school. Even before that, I've always I've been working out since I was little, really, and I feel like that really got me to where I was where I am yeah who kind of taught you how to lift weights and, and build strength that way <sighs> so uh, my pops and then uh David Laverne okay yep. is there any particular lift or measurement or, or anything you're most, most proud of um I say power cleans or maybe my squat but yeah I'm mainly power cleans I feel like I'm pretty good at those any numbers you can share uh I haven't maxed out in a while so no but I just remember that's the first movement I really learned when I was younger I was like 12 years old learning how to power clean with like a PVC pipe, but yeah. Was it was it fun back then? I yeah, mean, it, for sure. So you're 12 years old, you look forward to weightlifting. <laughs> Is there? And having that background coming into UW, were there things that Coach Mack and those guys did that was really different that kind of opened your eyes in some ways, or how are they similar or different from the stuff you've done previously? Um, I would say we work a lot of mobility stuff in here, just so like. I'm loose and I can actually get all the power that I need to to be able to put up the numbers that I want to put up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that translates to moving guys out on the field. So, yeah. Coach, Coach DeBoer talked this week about kind of the trick, trying to keep things fresh, even though the messages and the mantras kind of always remain the same. And mm. I was kind of curious talking to you guys about the us versus us yeah. thing. When you first saw that and that was kind of be kind of the rallying cry this year, what was your initial thought? Um, my initial thought is this is honestly nothing new for me. Like, I'd say ever since COVID, when I couldn't go out and see anybody or do anything, really, I would just work out by myself and just compete against myself every day, just trying to get better. So that's really been my mindset ever since then. And, uh, yeah. And so when you saw it, were, were you kind of like, or, or maybe did they even maybe not single you out so much, but did they look to you as an example of a guy that maybe kind of embodied that mindset? Uh, I don't think necessarily, but... Uh, I would definitely say, I mean, that's just a personal thing. I don't think anybody else really knows that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't really seem to look to me for that one. Just something I. Well, I was just going to say, too, Parker, when you get out on the field, obviously you've played 
some already. So mm. getting out there and playing in front of the fans and stuff is not going to be anything new. But that first snap coming out as a starter, knowing who you are and knowing your own personality mm. and your own characteristics, what do you, how do you think you're going to respond to that on Saturday? Um, I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't going to be nervous. Obviously going to be a little bit nervous, but I think once that first snap hits, I'll be perfectly fine. I think I'll just do what I've been doing and, uh, you know, just <laughs> – I'm, I, think, I feel like I'm ready. What is the what is the trigger? Because a lot of guys, they're like in the trenches. You just need to get that first hit out of your system, and then you kind of feel like you can get into the groove of the game. What's the trigger for you? Do you think that there's something that you have to do or a thing that, that ends up happening on the field that all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm in the game now. I'm good. Uh, Not necessarily. I think I'm just going to be always ready, okay. honestly. Obviously, like I said, the first snap is going to be – is going to be probably the trigger, but I think I'm going to be ready. Well, what about the, any, any conversations you've had with Roger and kind of the, the relationship being on the right side and kind of figuring all that, how, how that's been? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, we watch film together. You know, we always talk to each other, what we can do better on, what we can work on, improve on. If I need to pass something off better or if he needs to pass something off better, we always work it out or if we're not fitting things right, you know, just always working to get better. Do you know how unique your story is? Most uh, linemen that come into this program, they have to spend a lot of, pay a lot of dues. Uh, and and I know you didn't play last year, which seemed kind of odd because every other freshman with the exception of Armand Parker played and he couldn't play. Yeah. And you told me you were in development and you yeah. gladly, uh, gladly accepted it. But still, for you to be a starter as a redshirt freshman, I looked it up, there's only a handful in the last 10 years. Mm. And for you to start your first game, uh, play in your first game as a starter, it's a, it's a pretty unique story all the way around. Is Are you grasping that? Uh, yeah, definitely. I know a lot of people don't get this opportunity, and I'm just going to do the most of what I got. Hey, Parker, did, was there a moment in camp that things kind of, like, dawned on you that, like, well, I, I, I'm actually maybe going to slide in and win this job? Or did you kind of have, like, a, I'm going to go try to take this thing mindset from the very beginning? Like, what? what think, tell me about the evolution. I think my mindset has always just been I'm going to go in and do the best I can every day and just try and work towards my goals, which is to be a starter at UW. And, uh, yeah, I, I think nothing really changed. I think I just always thought that, right, even since I've been here, yeah. Yeah, who was the first phone call when you uh, when you got the news? Uh, my mom and my dad. Yeah. Yep. yeah. First what, one. They, what did they say? They are just excited for me. I got a picture of my dad because uh, we were on FaceTime. His face just lit up. It was so funny. <laughs> I but love yeah. that. Are they coming up from Arizona? Yeah, they are. Okay. Yep. Where are they sitting? Uh, I think right up there. Okay. Yep. All right, cool. What are their names? Uh, Julian Phil Brosford. All right, awesome. Thanks, man. Congrats. I was curious. We had a coaching change after you committed here, mm. and um, yeah, nothing changed for you. I mean, you went from one coach to the other, but did you wonder if, uh, you know, not everybody who was committed back then came to Washington because they were they had the option to pick and choose who they wanted after they looked at film, and uh, did you know all along that this would work for you and that these coaches would take you, or were you fearful at all with the coaching change that who knows? Yeah, so uh, right after the coaching change, Coach DeBoer came down to visit and just talked to me and talked to my head coach and see just what I, what my thoughts were and uh, just what I was thinking about. And uh, that day, we actually ended up playing ping pong. <laughs> I don't know if he remembers, but I do. We ended up playing ping pong in the locker room. And, uh, I mean, I just felt like I built a good connection with him just off that. So I thought this was the right place anyway. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Who the photo? Maybe. Who's Jeffrey? <laughs> and you, you've seen a lot of, you know, obviously with the different coaching staffs so that you've been yeah. through, you've seen a lot of the different slogans and the rallying cries and stuff that you guys have for every season. Mm-hmm. I was going to get your take, especially as a captain, what us versus us means to you. <laughs> it, it really just means us versus us, you know. Uh, our biggest competitor is us, and like that's not just like in football; that's in life. You know, every single day, you know, you're competing against yourself to be the best, right? And only you know if you give it your effort every single time. So not only is it like collectively us as a team, like every single team on this schedule, we can beat or we can uh, beat by. It's also like personal too. Like, am I trying to be the best player? You know, not just for myself, but for this team. So us versus us is just like a collective. Uh, mindset that I'm going to try to be the best in everything I do. How does that fold into the idea that, that there's this chip on your shoulder? They, the coaches still talk about you guys being hungry. You win 11 games, but the, the cry has always been you haven't won anything yet. How, how does that kind of fit into all that? Well, it's because it's the truth. Like, we really didn't win anything, you know. Like, last time I checked, Utah has the Pac-12 championship, and SC was the one that went to Vegas as well. So we can't just say – like, oh, we went to, we won, like, 11 games, beat Texas. But, like, the goal is to win, you know, the pac championship in the bowl game. That's what we're all here for, you know. So that's just keeping the, the main thing the main thing. Yeah, it's good that we grew from that and we can take those wins, but we have to understand that there's a bigger picture at the end. With the, here at practice, yeah. quarterbacks are off limits. You've got a running quarterback coming up yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Does that get you going a little bit more knowing you can hit a quarterback? Oh man, yeah, but uh, you know, doesn't doesn't hurt, doesn't help that he's a, a very mobile quarterback. But you know, it's it's gonna be exciting. You know, it's a talented guy. Uh, you know, like pretty sure he was a freshman All American last year, and you know, he's tall, he's lengthy, and he gets diamond as well. So he's gonna be a very dynamic guy, and you know, we have a game plan that's gonna do our best to limit him. Eddie, I know a, a couple years ago you guys took it personally that some teams are able to run the football. This is the first team you're gonna see that's gonna really try to do that yeah. uh what's what's that do to you preparation wise coming into this game i mean it's just one of those things that you know moreau has talked to us literally since the beginning of january this year just about you know the consistency of being able to stop running teams you know not only this game but we have like nine quarterbacks that like are very mobile and very dynamic as well and this is just the first test you know being able to stop this team and stop this dynamic uh running game they have a great running quarterback they got two great running backs and they got a very diverse uh tight end set that they like to use as well so it's going to be very important for us to stop these guys and they're not a power five school but they run like a power five program like what do they look like to you in their running attack well, I think we all know Coach Pete and what he did over there. So, uh, no, I mean, like that's that's what they are. I mean, I mean, what really is a power five anymore after this after this year? But you know, honestly, like they've been they're basically they've been a Pac-12 team for like the longest time. I mean, this is a program that's gone to 
freaking Tallahassee and beat Florida State, beat uh, Oklahoma before. So I mean, there's no like, there's no inferiority when we see those guys. You know, that's a that's a real football team. That's a real disciplined football team. You, you mentioned nine running quarterbacks this year, and you've been here in college. as your sixth season. Mm -hmm. Have you seen kind of like the trend change with the kind of QBs you're going against? Where obviously there's always been running guys, dual threat guys, but is it does it feel kind of merciless now in terms of just the dual threat nature of guys are going against week after week after week. I don't think we've seen nine in a conference. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just trending to like the where college football is. Even, even like the higher up teams, like you still need a quarterback that can at least like run for a first down. And you know, honestly, it just puts a lot of stress on the defense. But like that's just the way college football is evolving. And you know, when one thing evolves, another thing has to like to evolve as well. Just survival instinct. So, does he remind you of anybody? Any, does he remind you like a Delora or a DTR or a Knicks or any of these guys that you played last year? You know, he's actually, you know, he actually has his own taste. You know, he actually kind of reminds me of uh, the mobility of Garbers, you know, where he can just like, he's really trying to pass the ball, but like he can really try to escape and get a first down when he wants to, which is uh, kind of annoying, but like that's just, you know, the talent that we have right against him. Eddie, yeah. since uh, spring, there's been kind of casual mention of a playoff run or, mm -hmm. or even a national championship bid, and DeBoer hasn't really discouraged it at all he just said you know we've got to do the work and yeah. but uh it's been a while since there's been that kind of talk around here maybe yeah. Yeah. since pete uh went to the playoffs with those guys mm -hmm. and um what, what do you think about that the idea of a national championship run well i mean it all starts game one you know we we literally just talked about it a streak starts with one so we can talk about all the amazing things about national championship and all that but none of it matters if we don't do our job against boise state so that's where my mind's at we get done with Boise, or we do at Boise State, and then we'll go from there. You mentioned Garbers. He was very annoying for you guys for a couple of years in terms of the ability yeah. to a play breaks down and he runs for 12 yards or whatever it yeah. is. Uh, you know, being efficient against a guy like that, is it just mm -hmm. keeping your eyes up and knowing where he is? What's the biggest thing when a guy can just, you know, save a play in that way? You know, it really is just uh, trying to – by eyes with him you know like obviously like certain coverages it takes you away from the quarterback's eyes but you got to be like alert with your peripherals on what he's doing in cases uh, especially like as a pass rush perspective you got to stay in your lane and you got to trust everybody else is in their lane so if he tries to escape you know we can all like collapse on him that's that's really the biggest thing when you look at those types of things and you know Thinking about what the Washington fans are going to see on Saturday, yeah. how would you kind of characterize the differences between the defense last year and how you guys are this year? Because talking to Coach Morrell, he talked about how it's now you guys are at 400 level now yeah. instead of having the 100 level conversations that you would have had to have last year. It's really just like having 11 guys at a high understanding of the defense. So now like really trusting what my back guy does, like my safety does, what my DNs are doing and knowing exactly where to fit. And so the last year where it's just like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be here, but like there's certain contingencies to it. Now I know exactly what's going on and being able to work with those guys like allows us to play faster and allows us to really solidify ourselves as a good defense. Have, have you gotten a chance, Eddie, to, to, to look back at all considering the year that you've been through and the fact that you weren't able to come back until mid-year and now you're a captain and yeah. all the expectations on this team after 11 wins? Have you, have you been able to soak that up a little bit? You know, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for where I am right now, but, you know, I kind of just try to focus on today. I think there will be one day where I can really just sit down and lay 
lay back and really reflect on what I did. But, you know, right now I'm just focused on my uh, today, which is actually the word of the week for us today. So today, now, like, keep your, uh, you know, focus on your feet on the ground. So that's where I'm at right now. I have to imagine, though, this is what you came back for. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You see Little Garbers is going to be the starter I'm so at UCLA? Happy for him. I'm actually so happy for him, man. I was, I've been rooting for him for the while. Obviously, I play with DTR, but, you know, I'm always a big fan of Garber just because, like, once a dog, always a dog. So now that he's starting, I'm, I'm excited for to see what he does, you know. You mentioned us versus us. and Football is a, it seems like a sport that attracts all these little sayings, cliches, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. There's a ton here, TNT, yeah. keep the main thing. There's a million of them. Mm-hmm. Is there one of those little things that, that like, relates most to you? Or what, what what's your thoughts on, like, all the different DeBoerisms or all the things that have been brought? <laughs> DeBoerisms. All the things that have been brought into this program. You know, honestly, it was Romo Doomsday that started the us versus us. But you know, really? I mean, I like I like him. I just the thing that I think about the most is just trying to give every day, like try to be the best player every single day. You know, in my senior talk, I was trying to tell you know all the underclassmen like, hey, you can be an All American today. You know, it's just only a matter of time. Like, don't wait till you get on the field to try to start being this and that do it now so when you get on the field it's easier so that's my mindset is just like try to be great every day so then when your number gets called you already are great you know you guys always do a word of the day or what's uh word of the week word Word of the the week week. yeah is that is that something that has always been Mm -hmm. brought in yeah and today is the word of the week today is the word of the week sense yeah did you get the sense that is maybe they brought that in because guys are are maybe looking forward to other things maybe it's the Michigan State game or conference play or something? Do you, do you feel like they're trying to get you guys to come back into the present a little bit? You know, I don't, not necessarily. I just feel like it's, uh, it's just more so like, hey, like the game's in four days. Or we got four days of work and be better. So, like, let's just focus on the day. Obviously, we're trying to beat Boise State, but like, let's focus on having the best practices today, tomorrow, the next day, Friday, and then game day. We'll focus on that day, that day. So, I was also curious because a lot of your responsibility is either tracking the running backs yeah. or following where the ball carrier is yeah. going. With CD no longer a part of the the, the picture in that room, yeah. Yeah. who are the guys in the last week or two that have really stepped up in your mind and all of a sudden they've become a bit of a problem for you guys? I mean, honestly, the whole gang stepped up, you know. I mean, obviously, CD going down was, uh, you know, very heartbreaking. You know, that's my guy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy because he saw me, you know, going through my thing and he was a person to help me throughout my transition. So, you know, I just feel like a part of myself just to be able to be there for him, you know. Um, but to your question, I think all of them, you know, Dylan Johnson's been doing great. Richard Newton, uh, Will Nixon and Tybo Rogers has been, you know, stepping up, stepping up tremendously. So, I mean, you know, we got a real a real stable to, you know, to take care of him. What, what did Cam do for you when you were kind of going through your thing? And what do you think you can do to, to kind of pay that back? Man, honestly, one of the biggest things you could do is just be there and just have conversations, you know, kind of like distracted me from being hurt. Sometimes we'd have conversations about just like the most random things, like TV shows. And, you know, for a second, I just forgot I was hurt. So, yeah. I mean, just, just being there for him, you know, just giving him advice. You know, I gave him a, I wrote a notebook on like, while well, I was hurt, so I'm going to give him some uh, some tips about like <laughs> what to do during the thing. So, 
Yeah. It sounds like the, both Coach Marks and Coach DeBoer talked about just his resilience and, and just his ability to bounce back and obviously still be a big part mm-hmm. of this this team and almost be like another coach out there on yeah. the sidelines. Yeah. Have, have you already started to see that a little bit? hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm excited to see you know you know how he's gonna you know go after this man. He's gonna attack this thing really hard and you know I'm excited to see uh, his future for sure. Thanks. Just real quick, any game day rituals you have? Anything special? Um, you, Jabbar said he wears a special mouthpiece. A special do you do, mouthpiece. I mean, do you wear you know game pants like your practice pants? Anything? <laughs> I'm trying to. All right, so. Okay. All right. Well, I always try to watch a war movie the night before, or something like super serious. You don't like just to get myself in the zone. Um, game day is really just like try to meditate. You know, like try to talk to my mom. I try to like really. That's only the person I talk to on game day. Like, mom, dad. If you try to text me on game day, it's it's pretty ugly for you. I'm not gonna lie. So. Yeah, that's probably it. And is that even more important with an early game time? Like, you guys have a 12-30 game time, obviously, Saturday. It'll probably be easier because ain't nobody going to be awake when I'm awake to text me and stuff. So, and I put my thing on airplane mode and everything, so it'll be pretty pretty good. I I mean, it's probably the earliest game we've ever been to in a while, yeah. Yeah, it's one of them. But when when do you shut it down on Friday? Where do you, when do you go into the bubble? The bubble? The second we get to the hotel. Okay. Which is, uh, it actually depends on what what game it is, but I'm pretty sure we'll be there around 5, 5 p.m. on Friday. Jabbar, I remember when Nate Robinson was playing here, and we mm-hmm. talked to uh, Coach Romar about Nate. You know Nate. Yeah, no, of course. We uh, talked about Nate being small, and he told us to be quiet because Nate don't know he's small. And uh, they kind of said that you may be 5'9", five, 5'10", five, but you think you're 6'2". Of course. I mean, I mean, nobody nobody really questions, like, the Buda Bakers and the Ty- Tyron Matthews when they go out there. They they think they're 6'1", six, 6'2", six, so... I mean, that's, that's just what it's all about, man. When I, when I go out there, man, I feel like everybody, everybody's the same height to me. So, When Coach Morrell said yesterday, he's like, you play like you're 6'2". What, mm-hmm. What's that mean? Oh, man, just got to go out there and, and just compete, man. I mean, obviously being sometimes, as people say, at a disadvantage, it's like the, ball, the ball's coming to you no matter what. So at the end of the day, man, you got to go compete. There's no excuses. And if there's something... <laughs> and if, uh, and if, if, if the, the height doesn't matter, so... Yeah, your first game in purple and gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking forward to most? The crowd. That's what I'm looking forward to. They say it gets loud in here, and I've been to some loud stadiums in my life, but they say it gets crazy in here, so that's what I'm looking forward to. And just going out there and being with my bros, man. We done, we built some camaraderie this summer, and I'm ready to go out there and show everybody. Yeah, I know uh, as a defensive player, the crowd gets really loud when you're on the field. Right. You know, for those home games, do you look forward to those home games as a defensive player? Oh, yeah, of course. Like I said like I said uh, before, they, that's all they talk about here is third downs. They say it gets crazy. So, man, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really hyped. Running quarterback, what challenges does that present for you? Oh, a lot. Um, he creates uh, he creates more more routes off the off the pass. So we got a plaster. And it, it, it creates uh, more of a havoc uh, because, you know, Four second plays turn into six second plays. You know what I mean. So we just got to uh, stay on our guys and, and plaster. Looking at their offense, you coming from the big club, do they remind you of anybody? Um, I mean, no, they have their own identity. Uh, they're they're tough, hard nosed. They got really good. Um, they got really good perimeter guys. Really good skill. Really good backs. So I mean, um, they're they're, they're their own people. They're in their own way. I asked, I asked Eddie also. It's just the quarterbacks here are off limits. Uh, you got a running quarterback. You look maybe looking a little forward to hitting a quarterback. I mean, of course. Uh, that's, that, I feel like that's a DB's dream sometimes to get in the backfield and, and get them a sack or, or even just hit a quarterback. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Would you see yourself coming off the edge a little bit? Oh man, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like I feel like we got some stuff in the uh, in the game plan and um, we, we send some pressures and things like that. So yeah, I can see myself doing that. You know, there's a. 
there's a bunch of returning starters, and then there's a bunch of guys like Eddie and ZTF that were old starters and that are new starters. You're almost like the last ingredient this team needed mm-hmm. was, you know, cornerbacks. Uh, do you feel like that? Because, uh, you know, they were pretty good last year, but they still weren't uh, at the highest level because they needed some cornerbacks that were mm-hmm. healthy and experienced. Right. Do you feel like you're the missing ingredient? I mean, I wouldn't say missing ingredient. I just feel like, um, like, like you said, those guys weren't healthy. So uh, me coming here just, just trying to um, – Give, give some more guys some knowledge as well as my presence, my veteran experience. And um, I wouldn't say missing ingredient, though. There's a plethora of talent here. You go, you go against a lot of talented receivers here in practice. What stands out about Boise State's receivers to you? Um, I mean, like they're, they're explosive, um, they can run, um, they're pretty good downfield, and, and they have a good catch radius, every single one of them. So, what did you see from Elijah that allowed him to help lock down that second cornerback job? Um, I mean, he's huge focused, he's really focused, um, he knows the playbook. Um, and he comes every day prepared to work, just, just as well as the other guys, man. They, they, come, they come prepared to work. Um, so I, I think you should, you should be looking forward to a lot of people playing Saturday. Are you adjusted to being in Seattle? Of course. Uh, I feel like, I, feel like I, I was adjusted after, when I first got here in January. I feel like by late February I was adjusted. Um, but it was cloud, It was real cloudy and stuff like that. So it took me about two weeks to get like, acclimated to that. And after that, man, it was cool. Perfect football weather because you're from Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's literally perfect. I mean, I think it's like 106 there or something like that. Even Oklahoma's like 106, 107 there. So uh, this is this is beautiful. <laughs> supposed to be high 70s, high 70s, low 80s, for high sure. 70s for sure. Yeah, is, is that good? That's part, that's great. <laughs> that's 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 beautiful football weather. Literally beautiful fo- football weather. So you I'm looking forward to it. Do you have a routine for game day? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of have a routine. Um, I sort of uh, I get there. Um, co- I come outside, uh, do a little bit of uh, drill work. You know what I mean? Then I go back in the locker room, just uh, get, to, get to my routine. I, I got it written down on my phone. Do you have a uh, – some guys wear special things. Some mm-hmm. guys write things on mm-hmm. equipment. Do you – anything like that? Nah, not really. Uh, I, I, sometimes I wear a different kind of color mouthpiece to kind of stand out a little bit. That's my own little swag. But other than that, nah, not really. You got your mouthpiece already? Yeah, I got it. I got it. What color is it? <laughs> so, you know, DK Metcalf about mouthpieces? You said what? DK Metcalf, I know he's kind of getting... Oh, yeah, he'd be it. having a... Uh, I'm not into the pacifiers and all that. Okay, but, so it's a, But just like uh, the mouth guard, I like that. That's, that's pretty cool. So, what, what is there a DB or cornerback that you kind of mold your game? Oh, uh, of course, uh, Trey White. I love watching Trey for the Buffalo Bills. Trey White, I love watching Trey White. Uh, I try to model my game after him. I've been watching him since I was... I, I literally want to say like ninth grade, ninth, tenth grade, watching him trying to mold myself after him. So Trey White, yeah, for sure. What was it about him? Did you know him, or was mm-hmm. he like oh. in your area? Or? No, I, I didn't know him. I just, I just uh, watched him one day. We kind of had a similar body type, uh, kind of same twitchy, you know, sticky in coverage, and just try to do it all on the field. And I think that he does that. Did, did you watch a USC game on Saturday? Yes, sir. I seen it. I seen it. You gonna give me a game day review of your boy Mason Cobb? Yeah, amazing. My boy Mason. He, he showed out. He did good. He had some TFLs. He was flying around. He looked comfortable out there, man. I'm happy for him. How crazy is that gonna be? When you, I know that's looking ahead, but. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that going to be man, you guys down it's, there? It's going to be crazy. I can't wait to see him dab him up, talk a little bit of trash, but it's going to be crazy. Man. We're blessed, man. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 